conquering the monsters of today in a unique and modern way. It's the modern monster send-off. Mafia, wake up, wake up. You have created a monster and it will destroy you. Final modern monster movie, Eric, that we will ever do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are done with these things forever. Forever. Oh boy. No, I mean there's there's still so much. I mean, this is a series that I think it can keep us going for another this is the twenty first century standalone monster films. I I mean as long as the world continues, I mean, yep. we have got. As long as it continues. <laughs> yeah, we have got seventy-seven more years. Alex, is that my is, that, is my math right there? So yeah. we've got seventy-seven yeah. more years to cover. Exactly. <laughs> in this twenty-first century uh, modern monster movie series. Right. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we'll see. It's our send-off for now, until. There's something else that we want to watch. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> exactly right. Oh, we run out of other ideas. So cool, man. Uh, welcome back to the Monsters vs. Men podcast. This is the Vargan Basement of the Monster Podcasting Airways, where two friends try to stay alive and stay connected by chatting about weekly monster movies. This week, as we stay alive, we're discussing giant monster movies. Believe it or not, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Believe or, or not what? We're discussing giant monster movies on this podcast today. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to like drop some knowledge on me. You said <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> I was waiting no. for the other shoe to drop. No, uh, nothing, nothing profound today. Yeah. Just yeah. giant monster movies, which are yeah. profound in their it's own an right. Exciting Alex. day. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. They're they're all profound. Every single one that we talk about today. <laughs> so what we're going to do is the way we do our recap episodes, we start off with kind of a Q&A where we don't know what each other is going to ask, really. We don't know what each other, how each other is going to respond. We have a kind of an open Q&A just about the series as a whole. Um, then we'll get into our awards where we can only use one of the films from the series once. And then we'll rank. Now, we only have like five movies from this specific series, but... We're going to incorporate the other movies from our first 21st century monster movie madness. We're going to incorporate those movies into our ranking as well um, in order to have uh, an interesting conversation about our favorite standalone monster movies of the century. So let's jump in, Alex, shall we? Let's do it. I believe you have a question for me to start things off. I sure do, sir. I do. Sure, I, I sure do. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> I do sure, sir. <laughs> I do sure, sure, sure. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Um, of, the, of the films that we've watched, Aaron, mm-hmm. are there any that while watching, especially some of the older ones, where you were watching it and thinking, wow, I really miss that. And that is like a specific element of like filmmaking or tone or something that just really you don't find prevalent today. 
I think you know what I'm going to say on this one. <laughs> I think I think you're. I yeah, think you're, it may have been a little too pointed because I have a feeling I know. I think, what you're I think to say, you but I'm not uh, sure. just kind of teed me off to get this discussion rolling, right? <laughs> to get the oh. fire burning, to get the cold oh. churning, you might say, with Rain oh, of really Fire. Uh, <laughs> our first movie of the series, honestly, Alex, I, I think I gushed about this movie a whole lot in our uh episode and what i was gushing about was just the unironic uh sincerity of the entire venture the entire film there's a couple comedic parts but it's never poking fun at itself ever it takes itself Mm -hmm. incredibly seriously (laughs) like uh it could be a turnoff for some people how seriously it takes itself and and I think it was a turnoff for some people. Um, I think that style of filmmaking kind of reached a climax, maybe, with Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire was the movie, Alex. <laughs> uh, it reached its peak. And then general audiences were like, no, this is, this is too sincere. Too sincere. Too sincere. <laughs> we can't match the sincerity of this. And so instead, we're left with our ironic... Um, side sideways glancing, um, self defecating, deprecating, <laughs> and defecating, self defecating, and deprecating, um, fantasy films. So yeah, I I kind of miss that just wholehearted original sincerity um, that you get in a film like Rain of Fire. What about you, Alex? Is that what you were thinking so, when you when you were formulating this question? There was two, actually. Two movies in particular. Yes, Rain of Fire, 100% was the one. For all the reasons that you said, uh, just that full committal, I loved. But the other one that I had in mind, Eric, mm-hmm. was the humor of Big Man Japan. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, again, I still don't think about the end of that movie when I reflect on it. Mm-hmm. And I just love the humor and the absurdity of all the sequences. Some work better than others, but it really took me back to a time and place where humor was a lot different (laughs) and and at times very eccentric. Now, Mm -hmm. maybe it's just maybe because I'm older and I'm not watching Adult Swim at night much anymore. Like my only... A touchstone for any of that type of humor, I guess, now is like Rick and Morty. Mm. Um, but other than that, I, I don't feel like I'm in that era of comedy anymore. Mm. And so that really took me back. And yes, I really miss that. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I think we're on to something there, Alex, though, is it's not. Yeah, I think there's a connection between those two films, really. Um, in that it's just a different era right both of them are taking risk in in different ways and both of them are unique in different ways we just don't have i don't know maybe i'm 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 looking at this maybe through nostalgic lenses at this point but uh we don't have quite the eccentric the level of eccentricity in most of our modern uh big release movies not the big man japan was a big release or necessarily reign of fire um but reign of fire was at least a Hollywood production, right? Um, right? We don't see that level um, of quirkiness, I would say, 
uh, of complete uniqueness in most of our modern uh, blockbusters. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that is maybe the connective tissue there. Hmm. Mm. Uh, well, you and CC watched eight legged freaks <laughs> looking <laughs> yes. back on that film, Alex, do you think we should have replaced any of the five films we watched for this miniseries with eight legged freaks? Um, no, not really. Um, <laughs> now it uh, it could have been a good follow up to Big J- Big Man Japan, mm-hmm. honestly, instead of a Monster Calls. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing against the Monster Calls, just tonally, I think it kind of a little bit different. They had a bit of a similar, <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> Very different. But I mean, after Big Man Japan, kind of queuing up with that little more that more comedic tone mm-hmm. could have been pretty could have been pretty fun i honestly would have absolutely loved to hear your input for uh for that movie especially since you've never seen it before Mm -mm. right Mm -mm. nope i i don't think you would have liked it i don't know it really honestly it really would have come down to if you were going to connect with that humor Mm. pretty quickly Hmm. if you didn't you were gonna hate it probably if you did then you probably been laughing a good Mm. bit and would have really enjoyed it, but it it real but that movie does take a while to kind of you figure out the vibe on. I, it took me a good chunk of it to like, oh, this is the tone. This is what they're going for. Um. So, w- would I replace them? I don't know. I, if I replaced any of the movies that we watched, though, I would have to say it would have been a monster calls, but that. That movie was kind of interesting from a genre mashup yeah. <laughs> standpoint. Right. So I don't know if I quite would have would have gotten rid of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very different. Do, do you wish you do you wish we had replaced any of these? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I was looking right now to see if Eight Legged Freaks was available so I could watch it. I wanted to watch it if I had time um, before this recap, but I just haven't had time yet. But it looks like it's on. Not HBO Max, but Max, Alex. Uh, so I could probably yes, catch Max. it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I would love for you to watch it and just like we could have a, a little MVM Plus content on it. A little MVM Plus about it yeah. and just uh, that'd be fun. Chat about the movie. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, another, just a follow up question to that, Alex. Are there movies still that you think we need to cover uh, if we were to continue this series? I mean, we did have our specific criterion, right? Like these are standalone monster films. They're not connected to sequels, prequels. They are from this century. Um, those that that limits our choices. Um, were there any films though that that you can think of that sh- probably should have made this cut? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, or films that just didn't fit the criterion for for one reason or another that you're like, this is a 21st monster movie, 21st century monster movie we need to watch. Yeah, I mean, there was plenty of uh, there's plenty of series out there that we we could have easily included in here or um, watched. Now the thing, like you know, I like train. I, I, I'm not ashamed to say that I do enjoy some Transformers movies, you know, but, and I know Eric is like one of the bigger fans of that series. Um, <laughs> Huge fan. But, 
<laughs> but, but like that that's a series that I actually probably would have enjoyed. Um in terms of other giant monster movies, a lot of my a lot of them that I would be interested in are things that we probably would have honestly covered. Like I would have loved like they wouldn't have been giant monsters necessarily. Mm-hmm. It would have been something closer to like a Hellboy. Movie, oh, yeah, that's this right? is true. So that's a, that's another cool piece of our like criterion, that. right? We are actually looking at giant monster movies. Um, that that is another criterion here. Even though Annihilation just kind of has a uh, a normal yeah, size Annihil- bear. Annihilation is kind of that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was borderline. It was borderline. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and so that that's a that's a tough one, Eric. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to because if you remember, back when we did this series, you created a list of oh, yeah. all of the monster well, movies. I was I was just about to pull that up too, Alex. Oh, actually. really? Um, yes, uh, because we had like 50 movies on that list. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm pulling that up. I, yeah, there are a couple movies that. I know I want to see it at some point, but it's been difficult to catch them uh, for a variety of reasons. Some being like availability, um, mm-hmm. but without like the standalone aspect, we still definitely need to cover Cloverfield uh, at some point. Oh, um, right. I've I've well, I've had but, people but, actually uh, ask me about that, like people that li- in real life, <laughs> in person, like Cloverfield. Have you guys watched that? Like, uh, yeah, I've seen it, but we haven't covered it for the podcast. So, mm. it, it, but the the, I, the only issue mm-hmm. with something like Cloverfield is that it doesn't quite pass the standalone. Well, that's test. that's why it wouldn't fit into the series. That's that, but right, just in right, general, right. outside of that criteria, we definitely need to cover that at some point, um, even though it doesn't fit. Uh, I mean, you've <laughs> yeah. got big ass spider. Alex would be a good eight legged freaks follow up. Oh, you know. Eric, evolution one, you want to see yes yeah, so i know ev- you love evolution i do and it's one of those movies that might be in that eight-legged freaks realm where i uh-huh. loved it back in the day but when i watch it i may not like it quite as much mm-hmm. but that is one that i really would love to see again yeah um man i used to love that movie yeah uh, michael herndon's recommendation um shadow in the cloud i i kind of want to see um Oh yeah, I, I heard very not great things about it, but, <laughs> but I, Michael, I w- we will trust Michael. Well, I, I, did he recommend it or did he just? Mm, I don't remember. Did he recommend it? Mm. I don't know. I want to see it though because yeah. it's got a pretty solid poster. Yeah, it um, does have a great poster, <laughs> which is enough to sell me half the time. Um, um I want to see. So, well, I've seen one of these and I haven't seen the other, but I think they would be good foils and good add some balance into the series. Okja, we I think we watched that together one time. Did we watch that? Yeah, we did uh, watch that together. I think that would be a good it, it'd be an interesting movie. It doesn't quite fit the genre tropes, uh, but that would be fun. Uh and then mm-hmm. Love and Peace, I've heard good things about. Oh, um I wanna wanna see that. Uh Gamera esque um film, kind of an indie sort of film, oh, Alex. Cool. So those are two that I, I would like to see for sure. Yeah, that does sound cool. Um, I think the only other one that I'm aware of that was I was interested in was a movie that came out, and I wanted to see it when it came out. I just never really did, called Grabbers. 
it's supposed to be pretty mm. good. Um, hmm. But it was a pretty small film. I think, I don't know why I think this, and I can't remember. It might be an Irish movie, but I wonder if I'm thinking that because there's something that, <laughs> to like, not, um, to survive, <laughs> you have to mm-hmm. get drunk because then they're not interested <laughs> in you. So all the characters nice. are having to get drunk to get. <laughs> <laughs> nice to not get killed so, well yeah I, I think that would be the think, other one thinking about the movies that we just watched for this miniseries the five films uh are there any of those films that you think should have made our original monster madness when we first did this series absolutely um for one reason or another <laughs> which ones all right I, I had i had this full oh there it is okay so i love troll hunter by like mm-hmm. rain of fire more Mm. Attack the block was pretty good. Those two go up against each other. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you the matchup. Some of them, we ended up covering both up for some reason. Uh Um, I can't remember why. But yeah, so Rain of Fire versus Troll Hunter. I would pick Rain Mm -hmm. of Fire over Troll Hunter, and I did. Remember, me too. I wanted everyone that I wanted to win lost. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, looking back Uh, on it, I would take Rain of Fire too. All right, what's the next one? Annihilation against attack the block i would go annihilation Mm. i would go annihilation for which film i like more um i might go attack the block for its sort of fit into our series so i'm okay with that original choice okay and you know that wasn't really a giant monster but that's okay um neither one really right that's similar in that way uh which is interesting yeah um the next matchup was the meg and underwater which Mm. i I didn't want underwater to win that time because i had just done another podcast that's right uh, yeah i think it was i think we had done kaiju Kaiju weekly Weekly, yeah yeah um so i was like for the meg but i like underwater more than the meg i do too i do too i mean i think the meg is a fun film for the series but yeah underwater i'm okay with that choice the next one was rampage and the host and we had Mm. already reviewed rampage before this thing even started but somehow got voted on um yeah and i would go the host which is what we went with um Mm -hmm. ooh, the next one was Colossal and Love and Monsters. Now, we ended up reviewing both of these in that series. And I'm not quite sure why, because that's the case for a lot of these in this next bracket. Mm. Um, But out of those two, though, Eric, if I had to pick, Colossal. Yeah, yeah. Um, The next one, Psycho Gorman and The Ritual. Uh, Hands down, The Ritual. Yeah, we ended up watching... uh, Yeah, that's weird. You're right, we watched both of those. Yeah, The Ritual for me, too. And yeah. then, and then the next bracket, we actually we didn't watch both competitors. Okay. I don't know why we did that. Um, and then uh, it was the Mist versus Big Man Japan. For uh-huh. uh, sanity's sake, Big Man Japan. <laughs> yeah, I think the Mist um, was inter- it was interesting to put into that series for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, it was interesting because uh, you had never seen it, and I wanted you to to enjoy the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad it was in the series. That was a fun episode to record. It was not a fun movie to watch. Yeah, right. So, um, and then the last yeah. one, A Monster Calls and How from Beyond the Fog. Mm. I would. Mm, that's a really tough one because I feel like, if I'm remembering right, we both liked How from Beyond the Fog, but maybe not yeah. quite as good as we were hoping it would be. Um, yeah, I think so. 
that's an interesting. I think we. I think those are some good pairings we got there. There are some. They, they just they kind really of tie together pretty well. So they, yeah, yeah the Miss and Big Man Japan, like that's just like such a perfect fit. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, that's though. Exactly. Most of them, most of them are like really interesting fits together. Yeah. Cool. Um, what what movie surprised you the most of this these five films and this go around? Mm. Uh, I know we didn't watch as many, but there was such a variety in these films. Which surprises did you have? Um, I, the biggest surprise was that I loved Rain of Fire more than I used to, which is saying something. <laughs> I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed Rain of Fire this much longer and how amazing its special effects were. I cannot yeah. believe how good those effects look still. Holds up. Um, so Holds up. That, that's, that's the one that probably surprised me the most. Big Man Japan... I was surprised by how much how interested I was in its main character, um, because I was immediately put off by him, but also immediately grew very interested in him. Mm. Yeah. So th- I think I would say those were my biggest surprises. What about you, Eric? Yeah, I mean, I think the film that surprised me the most was Big Man Japan. <laughs> <laughs> with some of the scenes in that movie um, so yeah yeah, big big man Japan I did not expect to see a giant monster romance sort of thing did not expect to see that so here we are <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool man well before we get into our awards MVM plus today uh, we talk about a couple new movies that are coming out here this week, um, and we discuss our next film series. We we have some recommendations for this film series, but announcing here for the first time, we are doing an animated monster series. That could be anime. It could be animated. Uh, we discuss potential films that we're going to watch. We've picked out our film for next week which we'll announce here at the end. But we do have a couple more recommendations. We'd like to get other Bargain Basement recommendations before we solidify that list. That's over at patreon.com forward slash Pod. Become a Bargain Basement. Listen to that episode. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. Absolutely, man. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our awards then. Staple Awards. Remember, Alex, we're trying to use... A film only once. I actually didn't come up with uh, <gasps> honorable my mentions. Runner, my runner-ups. I did not do runner-ups this time, but I, I, I will. I'm sure I'll have some impromptu runner-ups. It's just we had limited movies to choose from, so I figured there would be some overlap here. So I'm curious to see what you will choose. But who'd you have compelling character, Alex? My compelling character was Masaru from Big Man Japan. Nice, good choice. Yeah, I really enjoyed this character and his growth again it is a shame that the film leaves him behind in the finale but i i i found his the the growth of his like your sympathy for him and his background and all of that he just really began to intrigue me as a character in the film so he's got an interesting background and just like this weird (laughs) sadness and comedic Mm. nature of mm. himself and also like a weird level of uh dumbness for sure 
But yeah. I really like it. Now, hey, but maybe that's what happens when you put all that electricity through your body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about you, Eric? Mine could only be Van Zandt. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's who I put originally, and I deleted it. <laughs> well, what's funny is I put Big Man Japan originally, and then deleted it. So we canceled each other out there, Alex. Uh, I mean, is there a character quite like Van Zan, Van Zan, Van Zan? Uh, I don't think there is. Right? Uh, I mean, talk about a guy who just wears who he is on his sleeve. <laughs> I love how hard this guy goes right and it's it's not in any again to go back to what i was saying at the beginning of the episode it's not done in any sort of like look at this guy he's over the top sort of way it's completely sincere right this guy they're presenting him as a sincere character who forms these deep bonds within like moments because he has to to keep his team together um very interesting interesting character interesting death (laughs) and uh memorable death for sure uh, yeah, and just overall, he helps that movie make that movie what it is, for sure. Absolutely. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Eric, what about your most memorable line award? My most memorable line award <laughs> oh boy. goes to the line that like I just think is probably the dumbest line, right? Mm-hmm. One of the dumber lines that, that uh, we hear in, in these movies, but it's one that I guess sticks out to me, and it's, it's not about the ones we lose. It's about the ones we save <laughs> from it's the Meg, of course. <laughs> we picked, we picked our, we both picked our lines from the Meg. I oh, picked nice. Origin Crew. We are good for insertion. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Of course. <laughs> of course I did. Um, uh, can't believe the uh, acting, right. Alex. I gotta give it to Matthew McConaughey as mm. Van Zine. Dude, yeah, like you said, he, he wears his heart on his sleeve and he's always like rah rahing the troops, got tears in his eyes while also keeping like a completely level voice. Ah, dude, it's it's awesome. It, again, I said it during it and it sounded ridiculous, but I think we both agreed. Like, this is an acting showcase for Matthew McConaughey <laughs> somehow. Yeah. It yeah. really shows his chops. <laughs> well, what's funny is we have flipped, Alex. I chose Hitoshi Matsumoto as Big Man Japan, right? Uh, <laughs> because that performance, as I said in that episode, is just multi layered because you've got a character that is portraying he is faking what he wants himself to look like on screen while still betraying who he actually is without me it's just there's there's it's multifaceted right and i really think that movie does not happen without his performance so matsumoto's performance as big man japan uh the sixth i believe it is um, yeah, <laughs> is a great performance. Yeah, absolutely, he's so good. What about your "Oh, that's a good shot" award, Alex? Yeah, there's a few from this movie, and I had a hard time choosing. I didn't know whether I wanted to choose the one that I selected during our episode or another one we talked about. But I'm gonna go. I'm yep. gonna go with the one I selected during the our episode, which is uh, Annihilation. And the it's beach. the episode. Yep, it's the beach, <laughs> dude. The, it's just a yeah. really kind of an eerie quiet but visually it just has a lot going on I, I really like it are you talking about the one where the lighthouse is burning in the background 
It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Annihilation too. I think there's so many shots you could choose from Annihilation, honestly. Um, that movie is just the most beautiful of these movies to watch. Um, and it, But it's the reflect. It's what I chose in that episode. It's that reflected glass shot. Um, when That's the one I uh, almost switched Natalie to, Port- Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman's character and Oscar Isaac's character are across from each other. And their their hands are reflected in the glass. It's awesome. Really cool. Really cool. cool. Really cool. All right, man. Unique award. You got one this yeah. week? Yeah. Uh, my unique award is the best two for one. And that goes to the Meg. Because they pack two movies into one. <laughs> 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 and I enjoyed both movies. I just didn't think they went, to get, went well together in some of their, um, cob- I guess, cobbled together nature. Oh, yeah. This is funny, Alex. This is funny. Oh, no. We, neither one of us chose any awards from Monster Calls. Oh. Um, no. But my unique award is going to fix that a little bit. Um, and I will say I've got some monster superlatives that I'd like to hand out, Alex. Uh. So the, the monster who um, most likely to be an academic – and storyteller is the monster from a monster's Ooh. call. Uh, a monster calls, not a monster's call. <laughs> a monster, a monster calls. Um, I mean, if you voice, if if you take Liam Neeson and you put him any animated character, it automatically doubles uh, his intelligence and his Ooh. wise nature. Definitely. So Liam Neeson, yeah, as the monster. Um, I have got the scariest monster. Uh, the scariest monster goes to the talking bear. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, we've got the deadliest monster. Deadliest monster goes to Mama Dragon. Okay. Rain yeah. of Fire. We've got the swimsiest monster <laughs> that goes to the mech. <laughs> you can tell they're just getting higher and higher yeah, quality. I the swimsiest so. monster goes to the mech. And we've got the sexiest oh. monster to Purple Underwear Big Man Japan. <laughs> okay, I didn't know which creature or person <laughs> you are going to give that to. Uh, so we've got just a great choices all around yeah. alex yeah all right man uh it is time to rank these films it looks like my count i've got 18 you have 19 you include eight-legged freaks in there i did <laughs> okay good i did uh we'll start at the bottom and then we'll work our way up we probably won't reach consensus on these i know we have some disagreements because we've already had this discussion before a similar conversation in our first recap of, of monster madness. So we'll go through these kind of work our way up. Uh, we'll see where we disagree and where we agree. My bottom film is the mist. Okay. My bottom film is psycho Gorman. Yes. Yes. Now, now Uh, a lot of my list, Eric, just for a little context on how I created my list, especially since uh some of these movies are from a while ago. Yeah. Is what movies would I watch again? Mm. And also recommendability in some ways. Mm. Um, now, yeah, obviously, so. my favorites are going to be at the top no, no matter what. But that is kind of how I ended up ranking mine. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, I think recommendability is a, a good good thing to consider here. Uh, some of mine fit into that. Some of mine are more personal enjoyment. But, uh, all right, so you your bottom, Psycho Gorman, mine was The Mist. My next bottom is Rampage. Ah, okay. I'm not too far off on you on that one. But my okay. second to the bottom is one that people are going to hate me for. Nope. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and I've stated my reasons why. Um, I, I don't think... It, I, after Psycho Gorman, I don't think any of these are bad movies, just to be clear yeah. with, with our listeners. I think everything else is is enjoyable to phenomenal. Um, See, and Nope is enjoyable for its themes and some of the things it might or might not be saying, but I don't think it actually works cohesively for me. Every, everyone, are, No one's going to be disappointed in you, Alex, because everybody already knows your Jordan Peele uh, bias. So. <laughs> I tried to go into that one, and then he, he made the, some dumb choices. But anyway, uh, I, I, you know, Eric, I'll go ahead and go next since you've already okay, hit one ahead. of mine. Uh, yep. My third from the bottom is Rampage. Yeah, I actually find this one to be pretty enjoyable, but I do think that the pacing is a little rough um, in some ways. So, you know, I, it's it's a, it's yeah. an easy recommend. That one's an easy recommend for me to a monster movie fan or giant monster movie fan. But it's it's always one with a little caveat, and you say it's it's a fun movie, but it's not. That, that one's a pass <laughs> for me. That that one's a pass. I I. I I don't think I recommend that to too many people. I, yeah, it had some for me off-putting humor, and it but, just oh wasn't, yeah, I forgot you couldn't get down with memorable. humor. Yeah, it was it wasn't very memorable either. Uh, I in fact, I it doesn't even show that I logged it in Letterbox, so I must. Well, I had a lot. It. I didn't log in Letterbox, so you're <laughs> not alone. I had like six of these I hadn't put in here. Apparently, <laughs> uh, my next from the bottom is uh, Love and Monsters. So that's my number 16. All right. And my number, since I have one more than you, I'll hit the next two. My next one is How from Beyond the Fog. Mm. It's a great experiment. I love the tone, but that's kind of where it stops with my love of the movie. It's the different, it's how different it is and the creativity in it. That elevate a okay everything else. Yeah, I went back and forth. Mine is higher up, but I went back and forth on thinking about that one. I th- my initial ranking is probably higher than I would rank it now because um, I appreciate a lot of what it does. But yeah, I would probably notch it down and, and could be convinced to bring it down on my list once it gets there. Uh, go ahead. What's your next one? Uh, my next one's Eight-Legged Freaks. Okay. Uh, this is one that I, I found some enjoyability in for sure, but it's definitely not for everybody. It's not as good as I remember, which is probably the biggest hit to, to it for me, but I did have some really good laughs and there's some pretty fun moments in the film, but mm. it, it that one's one of the harder ones to maybe recommend for me actually, just because man, that, that, that humor is just from a different time. Um, mm-hmm. And it just takes a while to get to feel the vibe, I think. But once you do, if you do, sorry, caveat, if you do, I think you'll find a good time here. Well, apparently it's better than Nope, so I definitely need to check it out. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It is, without a doubt. (laughs) Uh, My number 15 (laughs) is The Meg. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, The Meg, yeah, I, I, and, I would recommend that to a lot of people. Uh, it's not in the not, do not recommend category. Um, uh, Love and Monsters I'd recommend to a lot of people too, I should say. Uh, so it's not in the do not recommend. My only do not recommend are The Mist and Rampage on this list. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, those are my only two Gabra 
tier, in other words. Yeah, I think I only have one Gabra tier, and that's Psycho Gorman. Let me double check. Yeah, I only have one Gabra tier, and that's Psycho Gorman. Um, All right, my next one, Eric. Yeah. The good version of Godzilla 1998, Troll. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, Troll's a bit higher on my list, but yeah, you're right. That. We had a good time with that one. Uh, mm-hmm. That was kind of a standalone, of a standalone. Not necessarily part of the series, but we're capturing it, recapturing it in this series. Right, exactly, exactly. And then, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say next, I have, uh, I'm only going next because, <clears throat> like I said, I do have one more movie than you, I guess, is Attack <laughs> the Block. This is mm-hmm. one that was pretty enjoyable this time around. I had a few gripes about, but overall... I enjoyed it, and I'm excited to see the second one, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd say I excited, you're... but I am interested in seeing the second one. Yeah, I, I forgot temporarily that there's a second one, so this won't be a standalone film anymore that we can include on this list, Alex. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you're one ahead of me now, actually, because you've, you've doubled oh, up twice. Okay, so I'll oh. go 14 is a monster cause. Okay. Um, relatively low. On my list, I guess, just above the Meg. And then Big Man Japan. So three of the films that we watched this time um, are one, two, three, kind of my 13, 14, 15 oh, wow. on this list. So they're so relatively low compared to most of the films. So maybe our audiences, uh, our audience made the right choice first time around for most of these picks. Hmm. Um, and my next one, <laughs> Eric, is The Mist. Not hmm. one I can recommend to a lot of people. I think overall, I really like the movie. It's just the ending that really stings, <laughs> <laughs> which is a big part of it, right? This is why anyone even uh-huh. remembers this movie, movie if we're being honest. Yeah. That, well, yeah. that and the grocery store scenes. Um, yeah. Like yeah. With the cult and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think how it breaks down its view on how people act in a crisis, I think is really interesting. Uh, so I, it didn't. I didn't I move it up, but this I is not one. Mm. Yeah, you don't agree with it as much as I do. <laughs> um, but but I think uh, I wouldn't recommend this movie to really anybody. But I did move it up higher on my list because I do think it is pretty interesting. Yeah, my number twelve is Troll Hunter sitting right there. It's actually nestled Ooh. here. Uh, so maybe this goes to my comedy love, Alex. We've kind of got a series of films that are nestled together. We got big man, Japan and then troll hunter. And then my next one is psycho Gorman after that. Um, they're all sort of have this quirky humor to them. Um, a little bit of satire in all three of those. So mm-hmm. they're, they're right there as a group. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Very. Huh. What's your next one? Uh, my next one is a monster calls. Uh, an enjoyable movie that I think I would recommend to certain people. Um, really, the things that elevate this movie are the watercolor painting moments and the stories that are that are told by the monster for me. I think that they're really fascinating. Yeah. Um, and I would like movies that took that approach to all of its like events, right? Yeah, you know, like 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 they just they told stories like that. Mm-hmm. That are complex, like some of those. But I don't feel like we get a lot of movies that are. We th- there are some for sure, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And, uh, 
I did give that movie a... That's part of my Oh, I Want That More award as well, is that I wanted more of those watercolor stories. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, my number 10 film, so number 11 was Psycho Gorman, my number 10, top 10 now, uh, we've got Colossal. Uh, Colossal, solid, oh. solid film. Um, again, kind of got some humor elements in there, uh, but also gets pretty serious pretty quick. Um, so Colossal is my number 10 film. All right. For me, uh, my next one is The Meg. Mm. Uh, I think I enjoyed this one overall more a little more than you. Yeah. I don't know if I felt like the sequences, all the sequences went on too long, but I definitely felt like it was poorly paced and that it's two movies crammed into one in a lot of ways. So, But I, I still have a fun time. And I think, again, Jason Statham is really great in this movie. He's great in both parts, both films in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, my number nine is Troll, which you already talked about. Just a solid mm. foreign language film uh, that I would recommend uh, to any giant monster fan. Um, it does have those 98 Godzilla uh, similarities, to be sure. But there's a lot of la fun that comes out of that and a lot of interesting talking points. So Troll, Troll's number nine. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you put it so high. Interesting. Um, my next one is Troll Hunter. There you go. I think that this is superior in the Trollverse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like Troll Hunter, and ha- just Hans alone elevates that movie for me. Oh yeah, Hans. <laughs> my number eight is Attack the Block. So a little bit higher than yours, Alex. Um, yeah, I love that gang of characters um in that scenario we get ourselves in and I, I like the empathy that is built in that movie it's 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 saying something um it's not too over the top with this messaging uh, but I, I like what it does there yeah uh, what movie was that Eric? attack the block attack the block yeah you you i'm, I'm really interested to see what this next movie is going to be like yeah uh, we'll see you know, I don't know it's taking place so much longer Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, next, for me, is Big Man Japan. I really love this movie. I would tell people to shut it off after a certain point. So it's got a pretty enormous caveat. You know, ignore mm-hmm. the last ten minutes. Yeah. But man, I there is just something about this movie that it is grown on you. Alex, but my imagination and just the laughs are some of the best laughs I've had in a in a while. Yeah, <laughs> again, the dropping the baby and <laughs> the, the the baby demon or whatever baby monster, <laughs> and it, it immediately going to heaven after biting his nipple. You love that, and then everybody being mad at Big Man Japan. It's just so <laughs> funny, dude. It's just there's just so many comedic moments that really hit for me yeah. so big Jim, big man japan somehow made it this high on my list despite not having a great final 10 minutes well, or i'll tell you alex at this point i have now heard the phrase biting his nipple from you more times than i ever would have imagined on this show so <laughs> we're up to like four or five at this point so yeah. um, we'll see how many more times you can sneak it in but uh yeah, that's that's impressive. <laughs> My number seven. I think this is a little too high, honestly. If I if I had to reorder Ooh. this list, um, I did knock it down a little bit of, based off my initial ranking. But how from Beyond the Fog, uh, 
I, I still think oh. you're right. I think I could I could push that down and push a couple other up. Um, but yeah, I think what it's trying to do is really interesting. And I think actually the, the practical effects are awesome. The puppetry work in that movie is awesome. Um, so maybe with a rewatch, I would say, no, actually, it, this was really cool. Um, some of the story elements don't stick quite as well, but that's hard to do whenever you are working solely with, with puppets. Um, so yeah, how from Beyond the Fog is my number seven. Mm, that's a good pick. Um and the, my next one is probably going to be one of my most contentious with how low it is. Yeah. And uh, again, we're 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 in we're, love territory. Yeah, we're in the territory <laughs> where like we actually are going to share some of these final like top six, top five films. So. Mm-hmm. So my number seven mm-hmm. is actually the host. Mm. Yeah. Eric, this is a movie that is revered and considered by many to be the best monster movie. And while I have. I do not dispute that it is very, very good. It is not... You and me, I think, both landed on it being maybe not quite as good for us Mm. um, as maybe it's made out to be. But that being said, it's still phenomenal with really great character moments. Um, A weird ending a little bit. Um, We both (laughs) disputed a little bit of the ending. Yeah. Uh, and how odd and maybe forced it is uh-huh. uh but this is this is a a great creature feature mm-hmm. for sure, so definitely want to recommend to any monster movie fan, yeah. and I love the characters in it, but it's it's just missing a few elements to keep it from being closer to the top right my number six, Alex is underwater um watch it oh, twice now yeah. and yeah I, that's a great movie um really really well done uh <laughs> we we both commented upon the fact that with another watch i think it was better like the second time around um uh, yeah i mean david marshall might not be able to watch that movie more than once but we <laughs> we would be happy to rewatch that movie yes absolutely yeah uh, and uh, Eric, that's my next one. That's my number six as well. Nice. It's underwater. I, I, this is a great alien movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. This is a great alien six or seven yeah, or whatever. Right. Um, but I, I, I love these kind of alien type movies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple. A Pitch Black is another one uh, that I think is also great. Mm-hmm. And underwater is. Uh, it's got some it's not like got twists and turns but it it has that tension and it's a it's a quick 90 minute movie that never stops Mm. from the first minute (laughs) it just blitzes you the whole time and what's the most impressive about it is that you don't become numb to it Mm -hmm. throughout yeah you may not get as much character work as some people would like but i i think you and me both agreed on this that we actually felt like the characters were actually pretty fleshed out. That the film manages to do um, a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. And so, I really like that about the, the film. Yeah. No, great choice. We're, we're in alignment there. My number five is Reign of Fire. Um, I love uh, Reign of Fire. We already gushed about it, so I'm not going to continue here. Number five, Reign of Fire. What you got? 
<laughs> my next one is Love and Monsters. I was big on this movie when we reviewed it. <laughs> you and me butted heads over this in Psycho Gorman. Um, but I really enjoyed this movie and some of the monsters that are in it and just the just the overall like traveling nature uh, in the beat-by-beat moments of the film. So it's all the way up there. That is what I would like to re-watch and see how I feel about it still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my number four is The Ritual. Uh, love The Ritual. Ooh. It's the scariest movie in this list, hands down. Uh, <laughs> By far. <laughs> scariest movie we've watched on the show, hands down. Yes. Jeez um, Louise, man. That movie is something else. I don't actually sure know. Is. I can't recommend that to everybody. But for the <laughs> for those that appreciate horror movies, a horror movie that that turns out to have a giant monster, um, gotta recommend the ritual. Definitely, and that's why it's my number four nice. as well, Eric. Uh, what a phenomenal, surprisingly good <laughs> movie, yeah. man! I didn't expect it to be as creepy as it was, and I did not expect it to have the giant monster. Really. No, and uh, um, good one. It's a very, very good movie. Really interesting themes and just things oh, to say. Yeah, the episode discussion yeah. was great. And that was a good discussion, for sure. Go back really and listen was. to that episode if you haven't already. The Ritual. Yeah, watch that movie if you're interested. And then listen to our episode. I think it was a good one. Uh, yeah. My number three film, Alex, Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said earlier, number three, that's pretty high on my list. I wouldn't have replaced it with one of our original films, but... It, this is a and I think I did vote for this one in our original poll uh, but Annihilation I, I think again this is a great movie to discuss um, and so like lots of these films also they, they just add enjoyment whenever you can have a good discussion about them and Annihilation does that for me um, in addition to its fantastic performances fantastic camera work um, interesting and engaging themes I, I really appreciate Annihilation yeah, and that's why it's my number three as well, nice. Eric. <laughs> yeah, I loved Annihilation. What a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I knew people liked it, but you never know when people talk about right. it. Um, You're like, oh, Eric likes it, but he's, really he's pretentious. Like. Uh, well, it's it's also <laughs> Alex Garland, who I really yeah. like. Um, yeah. But I had heard all kinds of weird things about mm-hmm. this film that like weren't in it like a dance sequence and stuff and i'm like that's not no film i don't know i heard all kinds of weird stuff about this film and then like half of the things i heard weren't in it so uh, that's a whole other thing i don't even know what that's about um well but uh, that means i'm moving to my number two alex your second from the bottom my second from the top is nope uh yeah this is an amazing movie uh there's so much to discuss um i i just love how it progresses I love how it turns into Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, I love the ending. Um, yeah, I, when I rewatched this this film with Neely, I, I enjoyed it just as much the second time around. So, Nope is my s- number two. Ah, all right. My number two is Reign of Fire. Nice. Man. <laughs> Rarely do I have a movie that surpasses my old feelings. <laughs> so it, this one's tinged with a little nostalgia, admittedly, uh, rate, rating it probably this high. But when I think about that movie, all I do is gush mm. over it. And there's no caveat about it. 
There probably would have been before I watched it. <laughs> but now, there's no caveat. I'm like, this is a really fun movie with, like, there's not bad acting in it. There's not, <laughs> there's not bad effects or anything really corny or cheesy. Like... It's just all commit like they co- like we've already said they commit man and mm. what a, a, a fun movie yeah ah. yeah that's yeah, great definitely all over great. this one. now my number one yeah Eric your number one it has to be what's the only thing yeah. that's left which I'm a little yeah. surprised by well if you remember you and Faye weren't as into this film which was our number one film chosen by our listeners which was the host um, the host is. Yeah, a top tier film for me. Um, probably, yeah. I mean, it is my number one film on this list. I could see a couple other films um, making their way to to that spot, but the host holds up, um, and I just think thematically it gives me a lot to chew on uh, and to think about. Mm-hmm. In addition to being a great creature feature, so the host is my number one. Mm, yeah. Um, it definitely a great movie. My number one, Eric, mm-hmm. Colossal. Absolutely really? love That's this awesome. movie. Yeah, I absolutely love this movie. This I was is, trying to think what it was. I was like, I couldn't think. I was like, oh yeah, Colossal. All right, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I put it at the top last time we did it, and it still sticks there. This is a movie I reflect on very, very fondly. I love its themes and characters, and just how it plays with. Again, this this genre mashup, but unlike a Monster Calls, which is still good, um, this one really does something interesting and really effective with um, with its effects and also its lack of the use of effects by leaving some of the worst stuff to your imagination. I, mm-hmm. This movie is from top to bottom, like just stellar, and I can't recommend this one enough. Yeah, nope. You're you're right on the money there, Alex. Cost is a great film. That leaves us that that brings us to our end, Alex, and uh, yeah. our film that we will watch next week as we start our animated monster <laughs> series. So, our animated monster series is a go. Next week we'll be watching my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> will it be too slow, or will it put on a show? Hmm, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what we think of Totoro. Will it make us say rut row? <laughs> or uh, make us want to throw elbows? Uh, those are both bad things. But, yeah, maybe it we'll will like challenge it the status quo, I think, Alex, for what we have come to watch on our series. So. Uh, as always thank you for listening to monsters versus men you can leave us feedback on this episode at mvmpod.com tell us how bad our rankings are email us at mvmpod at gmail.com become a bargain basement at patreon.com forward slash mvmpod receive weekly bonus content monsters versus men is produced by alex cornett executive producers are kevin alexander faye basier christopher clavero john freeman and michael herndon special thanks to our wives comma rock band for playstation 3 which forms sub block b Louis Loops, Senior Honda, Drew the Collector, Instagram Connector, and you, the listener, for listening. Until next time, don't put nope near the top of your list. <laughs> and, and try, try to, to stay, stay alive.
My feel wake up, wake up. You have created a monster and it will destroy you. got the sexiest monster Ooh. to purple underwear big man japan <laughs> okay i didn't know which creature <laughs> or person you're gonna give that to